Well, beautiful, another beautiful day. What was it, Hollywood? Yeah. Another beautiful, on, on a gorgeous. Pool Just right there. gorgeous. It's gorgeous. Today on Five Live, we are looking at a, ooh, I don't know. Ooh. Yeah. A formerly dead mode of music listening oh, wow. has made a resurgence, and it's not the eight track. Mm, wonder what it could be. What could it be? I don't know. There's only two other options. MP3. Well, <laughs> oh, I guess we still listen I to guess. MP3. I thought you meant like a physical thing. So it's not that. <laughs> well, we'll find out shortly. Yeah, and bad. HBO Great. has finally dropped the full trailer for the new Game of Thrones prequel. We'll show that to you in What's the Word, Nerd? Yes, yes, yes. Awesome, yeah. Also, are you a sucker for brands? I know I am. Um, you might not be a part of the minority. We'll find out uh, why that is very soon. So. You? Not part of a minority? All right, right. Well. <laughs> <laughs> it's July 21st, 2022, and it starts... Look over there. It starts right now. Hi everyone, thanks for joining us on this Thursday afternoon. We hope you have had a wonderful COVID-free day. Oh, how nice. Yes. You're starting the new trend of waving forward to back. Forward and back. Is there any sort of like, is there any sort of technique you have or is it just like this? No, it's just like this, it's like back up. It, do <laughs> it's a, it doubles. It's like, hi, nice to see you. Also, don't get any closer. <laughs> Robert, I feel like at the beginning of the pandemic, that was very much uh, before the beginning of the pandemic, that was very much your MO. Get away it's, from me. That's my same MO. Still. It's still the same deal. Yeah. Very back much up. So. Yep. Back yep. up. Yep. Back up. I'm yep. Samantha Cortese. You can find me on Instagram at KTLASam and on Twitter at Samantha Cortese. I'm Bobby Gonzalez. You can follow me on Instagram at SoundsLikeBobby. That was a very uh, interesting affect. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> Ashley Reagan has a guest, Zune. Zune. Oh, wow. Well, it's Zune good to hear from you, guess. Ashley. I feel like I haven't seen you in a while. So. <laughs> Uh, you can follow all of us on Instagram at KTLA5Live as well if you'd care to do that. And uh, Mr. No Brand on his shirt. No brand today, no, but I have them all littered all over the place over here. Mm -hmm. Just Rob101 on Instagram, guys. Thanks for joining our show. My name is Robert Puente. Um, it's, we call, we like to call Thursdays Baby Fridays, but un, uh, in fact, today might might be an actual Friday for us. Um, so. Oh, I thought you meant it's Baby Bell Friday. Oh, ba or, or that, yes, heck yeah, look at this, guys. Sam finally brought this thing. Finally. Uh, Yesterday, finally, I said I'll bring yeah. it tomorrow. Just, <laughs> just today. She finally brought it, and uh, we're gonna we rash. We can watch her unravel it. Cause okay, we, uh, we have the discussion method. about how do you eat your baby bell, and yeah. I said it takes me a few bites. This is a huge one biter, and you implied that you eat this in one bite. I mean, I at least take it out of the wax in one. You bite. do take it out of the wax See, so I, this, in one bite. See, this, this is how naive and dumb I was. I, I had no idea that there was cheese. Like, I thought you were supposed to eat it like with the, like, Please this, no. like this. No, you Please didn't. no. Like that. I was like, that's why I never bought it. I, I thought I, we I, were about to wait this <laughs> I thought we were gonna watch him put that whole thing and bite into it. So you see here, there are two tabs on the baby bell. Two tabs, okay, I'm following yeah. along. Yes, I see. I oh, wow. enjoy okay. trying to get it all off. I but, see. Okay. As opposed to what? What's the, what's the well, the other option. Oh, the other option is you do you just the have two the little and you get the little Pac-Man. You still have this. In oh, the I understand. Okay, okay, okay. But yeah. okay, so now that it's open, yeah. this is like worth two bites in itself, right? Mine is kind so of. So then, how breaking. do you get the mine rest just, out of the bottom? Mine just split in half. <laughs> <laughs> See, now you really have the problem. How does one get that out? A little pinch, and a little. Oh, you squeeze. Oh, you squeeze. Yeah. I've learned to pinch the sides this way. It smells so good. The cheese? It smells like some fresh cheese, yeah. Are you being sarcastic? No, it smells really good, yeah. It's delicious. I love it. But see, now how do you get the rest out? You squeeze? Oh, You squeeze the wax. I don't know. I feel like now I'm doing something weird to try to prove my point. I don't remember what I said. Okay, I'm confused too. I have a You brought us mushy baby bell. I know, they're really I just brought them from the fridge. Last thing I grabbed before I left, and now here we are. All right. Well, thank you, Sam. Um, no, I'm, I'm glad I get to try this. I'm just, I have a little end here, and so yeah. it's connected. No. Yes. Okay, okay, uh, I'm just confirming that that's the right way. Okay, well, for sure. there's no wrong way. But tell us, how do you eat your baby bell? Oh, See, now, now my, mine ripped in half now. 
Yeah, see, you got a ripper too. It got, it got, because they're, they're like, they got a little mushy. I'm sorry. No, it's not your fault. I totally messed up the whole segment. But this is, this is about how much of a bite I take of the baby bell. So then once it gets to down here, I get in a pinch. Oh, okay, so what do you do? This is string cheese. This tastes exactly like string cheese. That's what this is. <laughs> what did you Same. think it was? Robert discovering know. baby bell cheese is my favorite thing all week. <laughs> I think it was too expensive to buy for lunches growing up, so I didn't have them until I was an adult and bought it myself. It's just called semi-soft. That's what that they used to call was. me. That's what they used to call me in high Don't, school. No. Um, okay, string cheese. What is your method on string cheese now as adults? Do we still peel or uh -huh. do we just chomp it? I, I peel. Cu I cut it in still half. Still peel it. You cut it in half? I break it in half and then I eat it like that. You're I'm, trolling. I'm just us. trolling. Yes, I love to. I love to cut the strings. I hate when people just bite into it. Like, it's, what's the purpose of the string cheese if you're not going to peel it? Yeah. This is where the dilemma lies. All right. Because now you have half your baby bell okay. in here, and usually it's not as warm. It's fresh out of the fridge. Sure. So I'm trying to figure out how, without using my fingers, because I don't want to get my fingers all cheesy. Yeah. How do I go about that? You kind of have to use your little bit of tongue, <laughs> a little bit of teeth. Super hot. Like, <laughs> well, for those listening to the podcast, please hook us up with a uh, Baby Bell um, sponsor. We'd love to have them. Yeah, on the there's show. your free yeah. ad, Baby. Yeah, there's your you. free <laughs> ad. All right. Well, now that we've solved nothing, uh, we can <laughs> move on to the biggest story of the day. President Biden has COVID-19. Go ahead, Bobby. He is 79 years old, and he has received four shots. He's now in isolation at the White House after testing positive for COVID-19. Mark Mester has more. Hey folks, guess you heard, this morning I tested positive for COVID. The first video of President Biden since the Commander-in-Chief came down with COVID. The 20-second video clip was posted to the POTUS Twitter account, showing the President standing on the Truman balcony from the White House, where he's currently in isolation. But I've been double vaccinated, double boosted, symptoms are mild. The nation's oldest serving president, now 79 years old, is in the highest COVID risk group. White House doctors say the Commander-in-Chief has mild symptoms, including a runny nose with fatigue, and an occasional dry cough. He's been prescribed Paxlovid, which is an oral antiviral medication. Because the president is fully vaccinated, double boosted, his risk of serious illness is dramatically lower. He's also getting treated with a very powerful antiviral, and that further reduces his risk. The White House is using the president's mild symptoms to encourage all Americans to get all available vaccine shots. President Biden becomes the second sitting president to come down with COVID. Biden's predecessor also tested positive months before the 2020 election. Then President Donald Trump needed a hospital visit along with medication as his diagnosis came several months before the vaccines first became available. Sequence testing is now underway to determine what variant of COVID the commander in chief has. President Biden will reportedly remain in isolation for at least five days. He's expected to hold meetings virtually. If he can do it at 79 years old and virtually check in, where are you at, Andy? <laughs> I mean, he is virtually checking in on That's teams. true. His That's guess true. was win amp yeah. for the device. See, it was a good tease. Unintentional, but it worked. I guess so. Another sign the labor market is cooling down. Weekly jobless claims went up by 7,000 to 251,000 applications, the highest level since mid-November. The increase generally reflects layoffs. A different report also shows weakness in the jobs outlook. Oh, that was quick. Okay. L.A. County has returned a pricey parcel of beachfront property to the descendants of a black family whom it was taken in the 1920s. It is my honor to be here to present a certified copy to the family. Yeah. Without God, we would not be here today. I'm thinking of Willa Bruce, who never gave up on getting this land back for her family. A ceremony was held yesterday to mark the official return of ownership to the family of Charles and Willa Bruce, who purchased the land in 1912. They suffered racist harassment from white neighbors, and in the 1920s, the Manhattan Beach City Council commended, uh, condemned the property and took the land. Yesterday's event marks the final step in an effort to address the wrong suffered by the couple. Well, do you guys remember what it was? They're, they're going to be paid like, was it like a million dollars a year for the city of Manhattan Beach to continue to lease the property? I don't know if you guys. Yeah, remember. they 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 like release the property to Manhattan Beach. I don't know what the. The number was it's 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 quite was, substantial. Yeah, it's a quite substantial not, yeah, amount. They're so. not doing too bad. 
No, yeah, it's pretty incredible. It's a great mm -hmm. story, and I yeah. love to hear it. Uh, it's in my local community there, um, and so I, it's really great to see to see that. Uh, I drive by Bruce's Beach, and I, I've sat on that bench, and it's a great time. If you've ever had the great pleasure of being in Manhattan Beach and driving by, I, I suggest you, so you, what would you hang do? out there. I would take Wesley and I would let him walk no, around. No, I'm saying if you were the family, <laughs> would you continue to lease it for about a half mil or would you take the 20 million and sell it back? This is like the lottery number, like the, the lottery question. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> would you take the monthly payments? In this particular scenario, when it comes to Manhattan Beach, I think I would particularly take the, the yearly mm. uh, stipend or whatever it is, um, as opposed to one lump sum, only because it's like a landmark property and it's like I still want to be involved with it in some way or another. I'm a part of the community too because I, I would own this park sure. or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Bobby, so have you I, thought I about it? Great. I would fortify it, mm -hmm. ah. build walls around sure. it, a castle in the middle with a moat. A moat. Uh, and I would uh, have my own private beach uh -huh. and then maybe down the line I would perhaps charge admission mm -hmm. to come visit my castle and visit my beach. You are the villain of every cartoon. I'm the villain in a lot of people's lives, actually, <laughs> as well. <laughs> uh, you wouldn't actually fortify it, right? Would you? I don't know. Do you, <laughs> do you remember do it when we, we did news stories like this? Like people in uh, Malibu, they would like throw fences in their backyard. Yeah. Because, uh -huh. Trying to like make it, this is a private beach because this is right, my backyard. Yes. Mm. But that but doesn't exist. Like legally, yeah. there's no way, the, uh, the yeah. beach belongs to everybody, period. Yeah. Like that's where that yeah. stops right there. So I'm sorry, Bobby, that dream is not not gonna happen. Uh, where there's a will, there's a way. You could friend. still fortify an area and keep like a rooftop deck that only you get yeah. to use. Something like that. Look down and lord upon the people on the beach. <laughs> what would you do? Would you name it? Uh, yes, I'm sure, but I would need more time to think of something that I think suits the- <laughs> You'd have to honor Bruce's beach in some yeah. way. Uh, I don't know what I would do. Financially, I think 20 million sounds really great, but like Robert said, you get to like keep kind of this ownership and legacy yeah. and you know, 400 and whatever thousand Sounds pretty like a pretty good legacy. You're leaving your family eventually, so absolutely. Maybe you could raise that rent in the future. I know that there's a lot of rent control in the beach cities, but maybe you <laughs> charge a little bit more eventually. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel that inflation. Inflate yeah. nine point one percent more. Uh -huh. The West Hollywood City Council approved two motions allowing permanent outdoor dining on sidewalks and parking lots. The council's votes Monday night also allow the sale of alcohol as a takeout item. Yeah. These measures were initially part of the OutZone program created during the height of the pandemic. The goal was to ease the economic impact of lockdowns on the city's restaurants and nightlife. The council also directed city staff to explore the use of public parking to allow two-hour free parking. Yes, yes, please, please. It's unclear when the measures will take effect. Wine and liquor lovers in California may have to pay a new tax when buying their drink of choice. The introduction of a wine and liquor bottle recycling fee would see consumers pay up to an additional 10 cents when purchasing alcoholic beverages in stores. That's what California lawmakers are currently proposing before the state assembly. The bill has already received full nonpartisan approval in the Senate and industry experts say they support it too. Huh. The bill would allow you to recoup the taxed amounts by returning your bottles. The details of how that how would work are still being <laughs> debated by the legislature. I am sitting on a small fortune at home, actually, <laughs> now that I think about Bobby, this. Bobby, you were just yeah. here. Mm -hmm. <laughs> no, yeah. Good to see you. I'm back. <laughs> it's like now I'm embarrassed at the liquor store, then I'm embarrassed at the bottle recycling you plant. Gotta get your just money like, back. Uh, Frequent, I need a punch card. A punch Frequent card. customer. I, I'm totally game with this. Like, that, that, okay, fine. Like, tax us a little more on the wine bottles, and we'll recoup it when you go recycle. Sure. My my issue though is, as we've all learned, with with California ta with California taxes, at least they have a surplus that they're just sitting on. Uh huh. So like, if are they gonna like, are they gonna properly utilize this extra tax for like whatever 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 environmental purposes that they they will pursue? Like, I just yeah. like, I'm confused, and I, I have a little like bit of a distrust. Like the lottery Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know. Um, that is an interesting point. And, but I do feel like in when I was in Arizona, we got the glass milk and oh, yeah. that so dairy, I think yeah. it was. And you'd get your, you'd get it back when you brought the milk back. That whole thing. I know you're not bringing your wine bottle back to get more wine, but if you know you'll get your money back in some way, there's a little incentive. Yeah. I say that, but I don't regularly go to the recycling center for my water bottles. No. I don't really use them anymore. Never. But same. I don't, I don't use them. But when I did, I don't think I ever did that. A couple times, maybe get like 15 bucks. Anyway. We used to go to like the cans and bottles yeah. sort of thing. We used to do that when we were younger. Yeah, me too. And just get like a big old bag and then get like what, 10, 15 yeah, bucks or something. Yeah, it's not a lot of money. It's like still kind of fun.
Oh. I'm with you, Robert, though. I'm skeptical. Yeah, yeah. How will they use the money? Tonight, the Laugh Factory here in Los Angeles is supporting Dave Chappelle, decrying, their words, the cancellation of his show in Minnesota. Just hours before he was supposed to be on stage, First Avenue Theater faced backlash from employees for booking Chappelle following tr controversial jokes about transgender people. The show still went on. It simply moved to a nearby theater. The Laugh Factory on Sunset here in Hollywood sent us a statement saying it supports Chappelle's 250-year-old First Amendment right as a comedian, going on to say, quote, our society is not Russia or China. Chappelle is also receiving support from trans comedian Flame Monroe. Monroe said, quote, fairness in this country is giving everyone freedom of speech. And as a working comedian, if you feel you may be offended by a comics commentary, then just don't attend. Given that his show was sold out at this theater, I don't think people Minded too much, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. They bought the tickets, they went to the show, and when they couldn't go where they initially went, a bunch of them just went on down the street and went to the other theater. Yeah. It was the employees of the theater, which by the way, they booked him after the controversial comments. Yeah. So this has been on the calendar. They could, they, they, they know, they know, they know about this incident way beforehand. Yes. Yeah. Which is crazy. And it's, it makes you think, like for the, for the consumers, it makes you think, well, I probably wouldn't come back to that venue. Like, even regardless of, like, regardless of whatever comedian, yeah. I probably wouldn't go back there just because of the hassle, the headache they put me through when I wanted to go see Chappelle or whatnot. If the so. employees got offended, who's to say they might not in the future yeah. and cancel a show again hours before? Mm. Yeah. There is a lot of criticism of the theater in this instance for, the, for that, the simple fact, as you guys pointed out, that they knew mm -hmm. of the controversy and they knew the backlash that Chappelle was receiving and yet still booked him publicized the show, yeah, sold the tickets, yeah, yeah, and then yeah. an hour before to like, nope, nope, sorry, so. Seinfeld on tour started with a, let's applaud for ourselves because we all need to acknowledge what a feat it was. You got in the car, you oh, sat yeah. in the traffic. Oh, yeah, you, yeah, you, yeah. You, do you have the tickets? I got the tickets. You finally get to your seat and you get there. And then his joke was that everybody, oh, oh, oh. his joke was that everybody oh, goes, uh, all right, so what are we doing after this? But he said, oh, oh. <laughs> It's a Ugh. big uh, deal for people to go out yeah. and do the things these days. And these people all plan the whole trip to get to the theater by the time of blah, 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 and then to cancel an hour before. I'd yeah, be so yeah pissed. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> um, uh, this is somebody, though, that I definitely want to cancel. It's no. uh, today's Nope. 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 I got it. It's, fi it's fine. No, thank you. Will Levis, quarterback at the University of Kentucky, and I have been known to put mayonnaise in my coffee sometimes. Ugh. Yes, Kentucky's Will Levis made that confession. He likes to put mayonnaise in his coffee. Ew. In a CBS sports tweet seen by more than 2.2 million people in less than 24 hours, as you heard. He doesn't do it all the time, but he does prefer mayo to cream in his coffee. Does it curdle? Uh, like, I want to see how he... It looks like it curdles, man. Ew, that's way too much. That lot. is way too it much. Like it looks like a lot. It curds, I think. It totally chunky. Now that everybody knows this Wildcats habit, Levis may be a better match for Duke's Mayo Bowl. Uh -huh. That's a sports joke that That's I don't get. That's a good get. sports joke. That's funny. <laughs> so Kraft Mayo is the first ingredient is soybean oil and then uh -huh. water Maybe. and then eggs yeah. and then vinegar. Yeah. But the first ingredient is soybean, soybean oil. So if we go to Coffee Mate Creamer, the f ingredients, it really, I bet you, is not going to be that different. Water, corn syrup, and vegetable oil. There is not, in a Coffee Mate creamer, water, corn syrup, vegetable oil. Mm. Not even that much different. Or no, not even dairy. There's no creamer in it at all. That's like Wait, less so the, than 2% The difference is substantial milk. then. The, they're both bad oils, but the mayo has vinegar and eggs. It's also oh, just disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> Don't put mayo in your coffee. The Coffee Mate creamer has corn syrup, so sugar and vegetable like, oil. I even thought people do like the bulletproof coffee derivative. with like yeah, the butter. Like, like some of the, Have you made that, that? kind of grosses me out. I tried it once, I think. I think just the concept, the concept of a lot of food grosses me out, which yeah, is why I don't shrimp. like shrimp and things like Looking that. Looking at its face, yeah. So the butter in the coffee weirds me out. The mayo in the coffee is just like, what? 
I'll eat mayo on sandwich. Like I'm not yeah. one of those like mayo. Oh, don't the put it anywhere near me. The consistency was disgusting. I'll do it on a sandwich or a burger, whatever. Just don't put it in a yeah, cup. Yeah, it looks all like clumpy. Chunky. Um, I've been I've switched. I used to use heavy cream, only heavy cream, and I have made bulletproof. You throw it in like the little blender, like mm. little magic blender, whatever. Um, I've switched to. What's the mushroom coffee? Four Sigmatic is what it's called. The mm. mushroom, it's MCT oil, and it has either like lion's mane or ashwagandha. And we got it as a free sample here at work, but I'm a total convert now. I don't spend any money on dairy for my coffee anymore. No sugar, just a little bit of the powder and it takes the bitterness away. Mm. And then I'm jacked for the rest of the day. <laughs> yeah, depends on which one. Sometimes I use the calming one, so I'm uh, not. Okay. Today I used gut health. I can't wait till you get to the the uh, psychedelic ones. <laughs> <laughs> That's Robert's category. Uh, okay. I'll hold on psychedelic water, maybe. <laughs> oh yeah, we tried that while you were gone, though. Not. Oh yes, all right. I, all right. I have yet to try it. So, all right, you ready? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I want some vomit. <laughs> Papa Newsom wants some answers. It's time for Sam's Big Daily Sports Minute. Governor Gavin Newsom demands UCLA officials explain their decision to leave the Pac-12 conference for the Big Ten. He says the public deserves to know how the move is beneficial to the university's student athletes. I'm sure our Cal Berkeley alum, Eric Spillman, will be totally unbiased. No, he will be. In his report from Westwood. Really, the decision for UCLA to leave the Pac-12 came down to money. So now, should UCLA have to fork over some of the new money it's getting from joining the Big Ten to its sister campus, UC Berkeley? Well, that's an idea that's under discussion. First, though, Governor Newsom says he wants an explanation. He wants some answers about UCLA's decision to exit the Pac-12. He says the University of California Regents did not get a chance to discuss it in advance. The governor is a member of that board. Newsom says he personally wasn't told about the deal beforehand. He says he found out about it when he heard about it on the news. He showed up at the Regents meeting in San Francisco yesterday and issued this statement. He says UCLA must clearly explain to the public how this deal will improve the experience for all of its student athletes, will honor its century-old partnership with UC Berkeley, and will preserve the histories, rivalries, and traditions that enrich our communities. UCLA and USC are bailing out of the Pac-12 conference in August of 2024. Joining the Big Ten will bring in twice as much money from TV revenue. The Big Ten's media rights deal is worth more than a billion dollars. The conference offers more prestige and more exposure, and also joining the Big Ten will help UCLA with recruiting. Student-athletes can now profit from selling their names, images, and likenesses. That's called NIL, and you can earn more from NIL in the Big Ten than you can in the Pac-12. But for UC Berkeley, the move is kind of a disaster. Without UCLA and USC, the Pac-12 won't be worth as much. And that means Berkeley will see a big cut to its share of TV revenue. That could mean it will have to eliminate some of its sports teams. One idea the regents are discussing is to have UCLA pay UC Berkeley a Pac-12 exit fee. Or maybe to have UCLA share some of its sports TV revenue with Berkeley. Here on the UCLA campus, we've been asking students about that. What if they have to pay Berkeley? You know, they're number two public school. They need just a little help from us. Ah, so we'll... uh, dude. You know I went to Cal. Oh, really? Hey, my grandma went to Cal, too, so go Bears. So far, UCLA has no comment about the governor's remarks or about this idea of UCLA paying Berkeley. In Westwood, Eric Spillman, KTLA 5 News. See, I told you he'd be an unbiased reporter. Mm. The annual ESPY Awards were last night, and a couple of local athletes took home the hardware. Angel superstar Shohei Otani dubbed the year's best male athlete. He also earned the title of best MLB player. Otani joined the show via video, thanked everyone, and told them to enjoy your after parties. For his second breaking record-breaking season, the Rams Cooper Cup won for best NFL player. And one of the evening's most touching moments was when the Warriors' Clay Thompson won best comeback athlete. He returned after two years of injuries to win the NBA title with Golden State this year. And speaking of Golden State, Steph Curry was the host. So I have yet to read the reviews of how he did, but I saw on Instagram he was preparing, reading his script. I always think it's interesting when the uh, athletes make the conversion into entertainment. Like Peyton Manning did it so beautifully, flawlessly, hilarious, great comedic timing. So I hope Steph did well last night. I haven't read the reviews. They do, they like roast other 
athletes in the beginning, kind of? Because Manning did that. Was that for the he ESPYs? He must have, probably. I saw a video online of Peyton Manning roasting some That's so other funny. athletes. It was pretty funny. <laughs> uh, before we head to the break, how about a robot apocalypse? They're coming for our jobs and they're coming for our families. There is no escape, only robot-based atrocities. Robot apocalypse update. Chinese tech company Beidou has unveiled plans for an electric self-driving car with a removable steering wheel. The new autonomous car is called the Apollo RT6. The company says the detachable steering wheel frees up space for extra Whoa. seating or things like vending machines, desktops, or gaming consoles. Beidou says they expect the Apollo RT6 to join their fleet of robo-taxis in China sometime next year after approval from regulators. That does, uh, uh, doesn't seem like a, the greatest idea. <laughs> no! <laughs> oh, no! A car Can with no steering wheel. Okay, so that's okay, the so back. That's it looks a lot car. like the BMW. The moon car. Moon car with yeah. the Range Rover yeah. Discovery. Okay, and they're here inside. No steering wheel. It looks like they got a little desk there. No, but isn't this what we've been aiming for? Like, what? I feel like this is what we've been aiming for. Like anytime you it see is, like, but um, I don't think we're ready yet, especially not by next year. Look, any, anytime you see like that. a conceptualized model of a driverless car, uh -huh. it's like without a wheel. Like even on Westworld, where it's like based in the future, like their cars are, don't have a steering wheel. Mm -hmm. So like I feel like this is what we've been like aiming for, don't you think? No, I think you're right. I just don't think we're, we're ready, ready yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Some um, breaking sports news, not to pull a Robert Musk news. We were just discussing the UCLA departure from the Pac-12. Uh -huh. The UC Regents, the University of California Board of Regents, just asked for a public review of UCLA's controversial move out of the Pac-12 uh, for the Big Ten. They would like an assessment of how it will affect student-athletes as well as other UC campuses. Of course, this comes after we were just reporting Governor Newsom is also asking for an explanation. So that just happened at the UC Board of Regents meeting. Um, there's concern over what is reviewed as, uh, viewed as a lack of transparency by mm -hmm. UCLA, which uh, informed the UC president of its departure from the Pac-12, but not the Board of Regents. Board of Regents say, we want some answers. Ooh. We'll see what happens next. And USC, Private university doesn't have to answer to anybody, really. Mm, yeah. For maybe all the people mm -hmm. who donate money. Well, we'll mull it all over during the break. We will be back in two minutes and 30 seconds. San Diego Comic-Con officially starts today after a two-year hiatus due to the pandemic. Hundreds of people lined up to get a first look at the convention yesterday. This year, attendees will get a sneak peek of films like Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, Shazam, Fury of the Gods, and the Disney Plus series She-Hulk, Attorney at Law. Plus, lots of celebrities are also planning to attend, including Dwayne Johnson, who is promoting his superhero movie, Black Adam. You know what's really weird, dude? Mm-hmm. Like, okay, one, two things, really quick at Comic Con. What I'm really excited to see is I saw a statue or like a, a figure of um, Timothy Chalamet as the Chalamet. Chalamet. No, there's no N. Okay, Chalamet. Um, Chalamet. Moving on. Chalamet. Moving forward. Do you um, want? You just don't want to say it right? Timothy Chalamet. There's no N. May. May. Chalamet. 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 You took French. Okay. You went you to France. I went to Paris. Timothy. Chalamet. We're on a first name basis. Oh um, my just gosh. call him TC. <laughs> TC. My mind. They have like a like a life size st uh, statue of him, and it's like realistic, and it looks so cool, and uh -huh. it's of his character in the movie Dune. Uh -huh. um, and I think that was so cool. I was like obsessed with that. Sorry. Um, and yeah, I forgot what my second point was. Cool I, beans, I, I, bro. I extremely apologize. I, uh, I, well, so I was really excited take, about that. The takeaway is that Robert wants a life-size figure, realistic figure. <laughs> yeah. Timothy Chalamet. Uh, yeah, TC, so yeah. I'm feeling you're not the only one. Do you really think he'd be willing to spend more than an hour with you if you just like refused to say his name correctly? I, I don't know. I've years with you, so I don't know, maybe. <laughs> but we'll never know, I guess. <sighs> Sorry, sorry, Robert. <laughs> hey, Sam, do you, this is some sports news. You want to take this? You know, the sport Sam's of Quidditch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll spare you. Thank you. The sport of Quidditch, inspired by author J.K. Rowling's Harry Potter books, is getting a new name. The real-life athletes who play a much more grounded version of the game will now call it Quadball. 
They say the sport wanted to distance themselves from Rowling's anti-transgender oh. rhetoric. Currently, the sport is played by 600 teams in 40 countries. That they have is a major shocking league. to they me. They have a major league Quidditch league. I mean, good for the... Cool. I, I don't want to... I mean, it looks pretty intense. As Andy would there, say, they're, yuck, they're anyone's yum. So, like, good for them. That's it, very cool. It does look kind of like a mix of, like... Lacrosse. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, like lacrosse Absolute and... Lacrosse. Um, and um, what's the other one? Rugby. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. But without being on a broom, Takes it really just a little, bit. a little bit is missing. I think we're on our way, though. We've got the car with the no steering wheel. I think we'll have flying brooms pretty soon here. Yeah. Um, but this is some exciting news. Good news for Game of Thrones mm -hmm. fans. HBO has finally dropped the official full trailer for its prequel series. Take a look at House of the Dragon. Oh, he's a foot. Think that Ram will ever accept me as their queen? A woman would not inherit the Iron Throne. Because that is the order of things. When I'm queen, I will create a new order. A wow. birthday gift. A birthday gift for you. Very close. Wait, what? What's the prince from the crown doing? Yeah, uh, Matt Smith. <laughs> yes. He is in the show. He's a Targaryen. Oh. The show is set immediately before a civil war spun out of competing heirs in House Targaryen. House of the Dragon premieres, as you saw there, August 21st on HBO. How exciting. I am so excited. I hope that they keep the dialogue. Like, I want lots of words, HBO. Lots of words. Because we saw what happened when they did less dialogue, more action. Yeah, more than like two-minute traveling five, six, seven, across eight. the whole... Oh, gosh. Westeros, yeah. yes. Are you are you so like scarred and damaged from the way the way are. it ended? Yeah, a lot of people are. By the way it ended, because um, I want to go back and watch it. But I just be, knowing how it ends, I don't want to spoil it for anyone who hasn't seen it. But I, um, just knowing that, I just don't know. I will say that I had a friend of mine uh, who rewatched the series after watching the whole thing, mm -hmm. rewatched it, and he said Recently. it was. Oh, he rewatched. Um, yeah, not okay. long ago. Okay. Yeah, not very long ago. He rewatched it and he said that it is a it was a reminder of how good the early seasons were, mm -hmm. and he found himself really enjoying those early season episodes again. Mm -hmm. um, and then also kind of a reminder of how kind of silly it got later on. Um, I always think- But he, he enjoyed it. The so. horse? Do you remember what I'm talking about? The horse meme and it's like the beginnings. They, oh they yeah, it's it like off. really good. Season one is beautifully drawn. intricate yeah. and then oh, it's yes. like a child's the, drawing at the end. At the the end. Horse. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. how I feel. <laughs> it, that's immediately what I think about. But before new seasons, I would go back and watch the, the early ones. And I, mm. gosh. Just such a letdown. <laughs> so let the end of season one like brought me to tears. I couldn't just believe it. Insane. Like, yeah. It was sho a pretty shocking television. That's yeah. good. Shocking. Yeah. Like that's not real. I remember being with the person who introduced me to the show, going, "They went no." George R. R. Main... Martin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that that was a main character. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You can't do that. You can't, you do, can't that. do that to a main character. Don't. <laughs> that defies yeah. literature. Yeah. How do we have eight more? Yeah. <laughs> well, hopefully, um, this new one learned some lessons. Gosh, hopefully we should have had ten seasons. I'm, I'm so mad. Okay, get ready for a souped up soup can. Andy Warhol exhibit is about to open at the Peterson Automotive. We got a sneak peek today. It's called Andy Warhol Cars, works from the Mercedes-Benz art collection. Five of the eight iconic Mercedes that inspired his final commission for the car company will be on display. Mercedes originally commissioned Warhol's car series in 1986 to celebrate its 100th anniversary. The project was never finished due to his untimely passing a year later. You can check out the exhibit starting Saturday. That's kind of cool. Yeah. I didn't know that he did I didn't these. either. Until That's I saw the story today, I did not yeah. know. I was expecting it was going to be like the portraits or the Campbell's soup the can. Soup. I wasn't, I didn't. What, what made you cars. think it was going to be the soup? Was it the lead in I think, the story? yeah, it was the, it was the really, <laughs> the really uh, heavy handed uh, Souped up lead. can of the soup? Souped in soup cans. <laughs> not a soup No, no soup seen. can in sight, <laughs> no. yeah. Slurped them all up. I so guess. you guys made your guesses. Yes. When we got Winamp. Yeah. So Andy said Winamp. We got some Zunes. Um, you said MP3s, even though you already knew the answer. Yeah, that's true. So tell us what is making me. Out. Yeah. Music cassettes, and I dislike ah. that they wrote music cassettes. I guess you could have a speech audiobook. Yeah. Self-help cassette. A cookbook. Cookbook. A book on tape. Oh. Remember this book on tape. Turn the page. Turn the page. Goldilocks walked into the house and saw three. You know, wow, you're really brrr, sparking some nostalgia the there. Yeah, I had the little Ruxpin. Disney ones. Oh yeah. You probably thought they disappeared with the emergence of 
CDs, MP3s, but cassette sales are on pace to beat 400,000 this year, more than double where they were two years ago. Billie Eilish, The Weeknd, Ozzy Osbourne, they're all among new artists releasing material on cassette. Just as people miss the crackling of old vinyl recordings, they miss the hiss of an old cassette. But cassettes are not threatening digital. There were more than 200 million MP3s downloaded last year, which I think sounded a little low. 200 million, yeah. but sure. But we, I feel like this story is like self-evident. We've discussed this before, and how like yeah. American uh, whatever, whatever, Urban it's, Outfitters, Urban Outfitters, uh, how they like they started selling them. They actually have the portable cassette player that you could actually play the cassettes that you want to buy. Yeah. Artists are dropping new cassette uh, songs or albums on cassette uh, cassettes, cassette tapes. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. What's old is new again, and I think yes. there is like this yearning for these nostalgic formats. That, you know, I think we're seeing a lot more. I mean, we've got like VHS tapes decorating the room and the cassette tapes and vinyl has been really big for a while now. And I think there is something, I was talking about this with somebody recently, I forget who. There's something like so personal about having like a tangible thing. Like remember, like if, if you had a cassette tape and you're like, I really love this music and I want you to listen to it. I'm I going to lend you this. this. I, I'm going to lend you a physical CD yes. or a cassette or a video. There's something so personal about that yeah. um, that you don't get with like digital. Be like, hey, check out this new single from Gaga, Lady Gaga, or whatever. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> why I call it that. Gaga, Lady Gaga. Whatever. No, you know, and that's just like, I don't know. It's flipping. I still remember that a girl in high school, mm. Ava, did not give me back my original Aaron Carter CD, and mm. I am. Still a little perturbed about it. Huh. Physically loaned it to her, never got it back. Um, but now we're seeing the version of this like personalization. Mm -hmm. Do you remember on Spotify when people would make playlists, playlists yeah. with the first word spelling out like oh, a yeah, sentence yeah. or whatever? Mm -hmm. That's like that's this generation's version of making a little, I don't know, yeah. like love note or whatever. Maybe yeah. I, don't, I sound like an idiot. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, no, I think it's Robert. This is you. Point. Uh, okay, for sure. A new study has revealed that seven out of 10 Americans say that when it comes to brands, they're more likely to stick with what they know. Supreme, absolutely. Um, <laughs> the research conducted by one poll found that the majority of Americans will continue using brands they've used in their childhood. This goes for kitchen appliances, recreational goods like sporting equipment, camping gear, and electronics. Some respondents say that they'd go to the trouble of finding the brands even if they weren't readily available. The key, however, seems to be finding a brand that works. Over half of Americans say they would stop using a brand if they had a bad experience, while two-thirds say they'd switch brands if their new product performed better. Um, I guess when it comes to clothing, the performance of the, the actual article, all clothes washes the same. Anytime I bought a Supreme t-shirt, like no matter how much I paid for it, when I throw it in the washer, it comes out the same as a shirt that I bought at Target. Do you own any Lululemon? Lululemon? I don't, but I own Nike, and my Nike shorts, I've owned them for almost eight years, and yeah. it only has a tiny hole in it, and I've never bought another pair. I, I Are they use dry the same fit? pair. They're dry fit. See, I've, I've used the same two pairs <laughs> Where's for the, the past hole? seven years. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, bud. <laughs> no, never mind. I can't. Wait, wait, okay. wait, where's I the can't. hole? I don't know. No, no. What um, were you going to say? I can't. <laughs> uh, I can't. Okay. Um, well, thanks for that. Um, <laughs> a little piece of amber fell on the shorts, and that's how I got the hole. It wasn't uh -huh. through the washer oh, or anything like that. Were so, you, so. How, did you happen to be Yeah, how did you get while? the amber? How did an amber land on your shorts? Camping or something? Yeah, I don't know. Huh. Camping? <laughs> yes. Camping. Notable camper, Notable Robert. Camper. <laughs> you have the audacity to claim it was camping. Well, I can't. Uh, oh, my gosh. Camping wow. or something? And so I, I'm a, definitely a part of this majority here. Uh, 70, uh, 7 out of 10 Americans, that's 70% of people out there um, and I think this applies to like the like, laundry detergent like Tide like do you ever not go like do you ever like you probably I've tried to, to go to the naturals and not yeah. use Tide wow they don't work as well I forgot so you, I all, you, also, you also compost so yeah I forgot I, that so. <laughs> I, I have no detergent allegiances yet but um, for them like with food and stuff I'll try to stick to the same thing but I had a question for you Robert where you, you pointed out um, sp specifically clothing stuff what if the brand doesn't hold the same kind of value or meaning as it once did. Because there were a lot of big brands, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking Fubu. specifically Fubu's like one of handbags and things that used mm. to be like really Coach popular Spade. and, Coach, yeah, and like really yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, luxurious and then now have kind of faded into not being what they once were. I don't know if that's true. Or I think not, I think that like there's lanes of each product. Like for Supreme at least there's products that are definitely like low tier and like probably nobody would want it. It's not desirable. And there's products that are high tier. Yeah, like and the, the red sticker with the white stuff. Supreme. 
Well, like like this little thing right here. <laughs> yeah, this is like very played out and stuff. Like no, really? you really see it everywhere. Classic. I was it's kidding. classic. But you don't it's, think it's, it's everywhere though? So like, what? but isn't that like in itself kind of iconic? Don't you think yes, that will hold iconic, some sort sure. of value? Maybe. I was down kidding because I think that. By the way, I'm the one who put the red one back. I think you might have. Yeah, because I used to have just the the, the Japanese one up here. Yes, so. but you yeah. can't see that it's a supreme yeah, you can't at all. Tell what it is. This so one, no, you can't really tell. Yeah, it's like low key. But you put the red one down there. I had them. I did put it. Yeah, yeah. I wanted both of them, so. Yeah, <laughs> but um, and I think this applies to other brands too, like Coach and stuff. Like there's particular brands, bags out there that are really, really desirable. Girls will, or men, whatever, they'll go out and spend extra money to get a particular kind of bag. Bag. Uh, but if you just go to a Coach store at like the the Citadel in uh, East LA or whatever, you probably get good deals. And so maybe that's what kind of diminishes the brand in some regard. If that which your reminds question, me, there is a warehouse sale. Do you guys know what Bare, Barefoot Dreams is? No. Like really, really soft and cozy blankets and like. My soft some... pillow? <laughs> my pillow. My pillow? Yeah. No, it's not a my pillow. It's very soft. soft. It's very soft and okay. plush and like cozy. Cozy blanket. And yeah, so they're usually like, like at Nordstrom, they'll be a hundred bucks for like a little twin size blanket or something. Mm -hmm. They're, or more, or much more. They're cherished. There's a warehouse sale in Thousand Oaks next Friday and Saturday, I think. Google it. Okay. But that's just a little tip for my friends who enjoy a Go good Barefoot a Dreams blanket, right. a sweater, maybe some socks, some baby clothes. It's All worth right. it. Okay. I might go check it out. <laughs> After the break, we get an assist in this week's California Living. Plus, I know you scrolled past it, but are there certain foods that could lead to depression? There's a good chance you're eating them. <gasps> Is that a good tease? Is that a good local yeah. news tease? <laughs> Welcome back to Five Live. Inflammatory foods could lead to depression and another psychological condition known as frailty. That's a psychological condition? I guess so. Oh. It's just my I daily, just thought it was yeah, my, daily my physical, yeah. yeah this was, you know, all my doctors and gym coaches. Ah, um, no. A study published in the Journal of Gerontology, Medical Sciences, sought to understand the relationship between such foods and those mental ailments. Inflammatory foods include carbs, artificial trans fats, and saturated fats. Researchers say such a diet increased frailty, which is described as a state of heightened vulnerability brought on by a breakdown in psychological systems. Oh, I, I then I've like been living in a of state us. of frailty that is for all of us. <laughs> quite some time. Honey. Uh, they also say that people who suffer depressive symptoms are more likely to eat such foods. I think this is partly why keto has become such a popular uh, form of dieting for many people, uh, especially here in Los Angeles. Uh, and I think this is another good reason why people, sorry, I'm just trying to uh, adjust something here. Well, um, people have started talking about like, the carnivore diet too, because the carnivore diet has become very popular amongst lots of people, um, especially in like, the fitness community. And it's because, I think it's mostly because the, the absence of carbs. I think that's like the biggest mm -hmm. takeaway from this. Carbs seems to be like one of the biggest carbs, contributors. Carbs, processed foods. You leave my carbs alone. And they're so good. I love them too, Bobby. I know, they're delicious. <laughs> pizza! When I, when pizza I was, Pizza! But, okay, uh, I don't want to go into the whole thing. But the um, the kind of flour they use to uh -huh. make, like, authentic pizza doesn't have the same crap in it that we have here in the United States. Did you say pizza? <laughs> you said pizza. pizza. You said pizza. Pizza. It's pizza. <laughs> you said pizza. I'm talking about oh, pizza! I thought we were talking about pizza. Both! P-I-Z-Z-A. Both! Okay. Pinza has, has the good stuff. Pinza. <laughs> we need to find that, that interview. Yeah. We need to find Thank him. You. That was like one of our first <laughs> guests in the garage, and they were very irritated with us. He yelled at us because we kept calling pizza it's pizza. Pizza. It's pizza. <laughs> it's the same thing. It's just how you do it. All right. Pinza. Sorry, I didn't mean to detract okay, from Okay, the flour we use here in the United States has different properties. It's much more processed. It's uh -huh. super gross, and our bodies don't like it very much. Robert your point, I know a lot of people who switched to either keto or carnivore diet and they did very well with it. It's just very hard to oh, so hard. realistically stick with it for a long time. I was keto for many months before I got married and I was in the best shape and probably mental health of my life. Wow. But I love pasta and I love, mm. I, I had a half pint of ice cream for lunch today. So you know what? I know I am slipping <laughs> and it's a real fast tumble. <laughs> I had a little ice cream for lunch yesterday too. So what kind did you have? It. it was like a Reese's peanut butter. 
Kai. I had salted peanut butter chocolate oh, chip. Oh, we're, we're both going to be sharing a, a, a waist size. Frailty. <laughs> what is up? Uh, but I told there's so much research on this. Fat uh, documentary is a great place to start. Yeah. I always suggest it. It's time for California Living. It's California Living. Samantha Cortese, Sramdantha de Cortaliza, Samantha Cortino Jr., Sammy Lynn Corvette, featuring Shrimpampa Cortese, and introducing Robert Malibu Bobby Puente. California living. Woo! Record high inflation. Have you heard? Mm. People around the state are now paying more at the pump, at the grocery store because of inflation. And starting next month, you could pay as much as 10% more on monthly rent. Ugh, KTLA's Kimberly Chang with the assist in today's California living. I just moved out here and it's, it's, it's not affordable especially working like a regular job. Come August 1st, people across California could see a rent increase. Part of the blame, inflation. Landlords will be allowed to increase rent by a maximum of 10%. A few years ago, a state law, AB 1482, passed which offered protection to tenants by limiting yearly rent increases to 5% plus an inflationary figure up to a total of 10%. Well now, because inflation is high, many landlords will meet requirements to raise rent to that limit. Elena Pop, executive director of the nonprofit Eviction Defense Network. So, if you already can't pay the rent, now you've got to pay more rent, so more rent debt accrues. People who are on the borderline, they're just eking it out. I talked to a family yesterday, they're paying 90% of their income in rent. How much are you putting towards rent? Um, like about 80%. 80% goes to like rent, others than the. And then, you know, you need utilities, the other 10%, that's utilities, and then the other 10%, I just have it to myself, and they're just little chump chains. A lot of people say they're struggling. A survey by UCLA-USC researchers showed last year 49% of L.A. County renters reported they were unable to pay all of their rent during the pandemic, and the study estimated countywide tenants owed landlords upwards of $3 billion. The Apartment Association of Greater Los Angeles says landlords are also facing with challenges, they haven't been able to raise rent during the pandemic, and then there's inflation. And we have a 40-year high inflation right now. Gas has nearly doubled in price. There's a labor shortage. There's a material shortage. Every possible repair person that we hire for our properties has raised their rates. Kimberly Chang, KTLA 5 News. Ugh, it hurts. 10% mm. more on rent. Crushing. So that, that, that equates to 20% with, with the, if you can count inflation, You're right. right? And then on top of that, a 10% increase on your rent. You are, that's 20% on top of, that's why when people say like the CPI is only 9%, no, overall inflation is probably a lot higher than 30%. It's so high, yeah. it's really damaging and it hurts the heart. So. Well, inflation is high, but let's uh, keep this break low so we can get to a right. Facebook check-in. Where are you going with this? this? Yeah. <laughs> inflation is high, and Robert is also here. Oh, we'll God. see you in two minutes and 30 seconds. Well, we'll be back in like one minute. So. Okay, one minute, one minute. Welcome back to Five Live. Checking in on the Facebook group, facebook.com slash group slash KTLA Five Live. That's where we like to talk to you. And this first one is for you, Rob, from our good friend, Art West Gray. What does it say? When you say something negative about crypto to Rob 101, Rob 101, your very existence goes against our community standards. Yes, sir. Yes, it does. <laughs> very funny. <laughs> uh, Robert Underly, 2022. Two. Oh, that was my, yeah, I'm sorry. Intro, I'm just, very good the there. Brain fart. Uh, Kristen says, You guys just made eating cheese way too complicated, although I do admit I have a few arguments with a string cheese wrapper. Mm, yeah, Sometimes are they tough. are hard, yeah. CJ says, Tomorrow can we watch you all eat laughing cow cheese? <laughs> oh, that'd be yes. fun, yeah. <laughs> I love that. 
Would 17-year-olds need a chaperone to visit Bobby's Beach? Oh, Bobby Bobby's Beach. Head? I told him it's a 21-plus club. And then uh, he said, <laughs> can we use empty <laughs> bottles to get in? I said, bring them full. I will empty them for you. It looks like we've come up with a deal. <laughs> and he said, Robert's boyfriend doesn't hang out with us anyway. Oh, I get it. Great. That's funny. Very That's funny. silly. Art Gray says a hell nope in reference to the mayo A coffee. lot of people had reaction to the mayo. Yes, including this one. Think Kristen. mayo in your coffee would send you home from The, the Bachelor? Maybe. It Maybe. would on my show. World's Strongest Coffee Death Wish was good, and it definitely had a lot of caffeine in it. Mm. <laughs> I want some. You should bring some. I know. Make it's a big old pot. Whole beans. Uh, uh, Lynn gets Lynn. into the science of mayo and why it may work in your coffee, and he said he made two, in the a two batches I, of it in the A block. We will not stand for anybody defending that. So Andrew's been hanging with Biden. <laughs> well, <laughs> since the president kissed me. Oh, you smelled my hair. This is finally got some action. Finally got some oh, action. Uh, Everybody is roasting Andy with his God. It's very funny. <laughs> At least he can defend uh, himself. Jocelyn, Jocelyn says, I can't imagine that guy's coffee breath Ew. after that cup. Ugh. All right, real quick, I know we have lots of Facebook to do, but I, I've shared this story on the show before. I was at like an event and they were serving mashed potatoes, uh, potato salad rather, and I thought, I thought it was potato salad, but it was in fact the bowl of mayonnaise. And I served it onto my plate, this whole like mushy mashed potatoes that I was really excited to eat. And I shove a whole big spoonful in my mouth. Turns out to be just a spoonful of mayonnaise. It was the nastiest Ooh, thing ever. That I had to, so you I thought that was that. the creamiest potato I, yes, salad. I thought, yes, I, was, I don't know where my head was at, but that's the quick story right there in a nutshell. Uh, Lindsay commented, I don't know where she I commented, can't, I, can't I can't find, find it. it, but she suggested oh, I gosh. bring in some mayo tomorrow to have with coffee since we tried the cheese today. You guys are super down, right? I said I would vomit. I would, tomorrow I said at 4 p.m. No. right here? Absolutely not. We won't, yeah, we won't be. Actually, I dare you. <laughs> oh, wait, we won't be here tomorrow. Exactly. No show tomorrow. So sure, yeah. yeah. Well, we have we'll a pre-tape. We'll, we'll have a pre-tape. Pre yes, and Robert's been working very hard on some of our best moments. Yeah, uh, Kristen you, said, heard Elon has a flying Quidditch broom in the works. You can charge it to your Tesla. There's yeah. Lynn with his uh, Quidditch shirt there. Oh, There's cool, man. Curling uh, facility. Uh, what else, what else, what else? We've got lots of stuff here. Lots of comments. Uh, Edge here in Rune Game of Thrones says, Andy, is Terry cannot be understood. I said Game of Thrones made me like Ed Sheeran because uh, I like that he did that because uh, Arya was mm. such a big fan. Jonathan there saying use Purex and Ajax because that's what his mom uh -huh, used. Uh -huh. uh, a piece of burning pudding. s'mores must have dripped to that hole in your pants, Robert. That's well, crazy. Andy said, I remember when my mom caught me camping in high school and she was so mad because camping is a lot more potent today than it was in the <laughs> 70s. <laughs> Very funny. Uh, the ember landed on when he was cl clamping. Oh, yeah, clamping. Yes, clamping. Very funny. Oh, oh, Sam comment. I think Sam needs to be bring coffee and mayo in for tomorrow for everyone to dry. Yeah, I tomorrow. Said, Totally. Um, I, I, I don't know if I would try mayo, but I think no. there are better alternatives than I like. I will never drink coffee made again. I'll just drink black coffee before I drink that. Robert, what are you doing? Yeah. Stop looking at me. I'm looking what right at you doing? for hours a day. <laughs> Why are you doing? He keeps that? I got a piece of himself. long hair right here. Yeah, it's so okay. fun. Like I can just twist it in angles. Sorry, very interesting and riveting TV. Guys, thank you for sticking around with us today. We won't see you again till Monday. We do have a pre-tape for you tomorrow of our best, best of the five live. <laughs> Um, but I will see you Sunday morning on the KTLA true. Morning News. Oh, yeah. I'm filling in on Sunday. So Fantastic. See you all dark and early. I think I start in the 6 o'clock hour. So okay, cool. See you all then. It's been a pleasure. Robert, will you be joining us Monday with a permed haircut? <laughs> I don't think so, Sam, but very I soon. I thought you were perming it. it. Very Do soon. It. Yeah, I think I might. Bye. Bye, Bye guys.